Hello and welcome to another edition of the Chronicle of Geek podcast. I'm Tony. And I'm Mike. And this episode we're going to be talking about video games that we think should be adapted into a movie or a TV series. Basically into another medium where we could view it rather than play it. And we've got some exciting choices, I believe. So, yes, stick around. Right now, I'd pretty much Hollywood are jumping on that all. Oh, we need to now turn every video game into a movie, you know. And they've been failing a lot, a lot, you know. But yet, they're not giving up. And, you know, we've we've seen and heard of a lot of announcements that that are now coming up, you know, with... For example, Resident Evil series coming out on Netflix, which I hope will be good um, and more faithful to the video game. You know, we've got Last of Us, which is the most recent one that has been announced, which um, I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic for. And, you know, and so just there's just a whole host of shows that I've been made now. I know Netflix, for example, have been signing up absolutely loads. <laughs> yeah. I know they've got, you know, they've got, they've announced two resident, different Resident Evil TV series coming, one animated, one real life action. Live mm. action. Yeah. Um, they've signed up a load of others as well. So. <laughs> because it's, it's kind of interesting that a lot of these um, networks, they're all doing TV shows rather than just movies now. Yes. You know, I'm like, because I've always had the idea that a lot of these games would work better as TV shows rather than movies. Because, again, the games, they're like 40, 50 hours long because they've taken their time to get you in, like sucked into the world. Whereas movies, they're only a couple of hours. That's not necessarily enough time to, you know, get you drawn into the world, into the characters. Again, it can work with the right kind of writing, but with most video game movies... They're not really well written. So I'm like, you know, it's good that they're, you know, using it as a TV format instead to then take their time, hopefully take their time to develop these worlds and these characters. But I mean, I'm really excited to see all these, you know, video game TV show interpretations of these video games and seeing whether or not, you know, we'll finally enter that age of the mainstream audiences now loving video game shows or movies the same way you know they like the comic book movies now so exactly i mean we recently had the witcher tv series mm, that was good I, really good i know a lot of people who watched that who don't play video games or hadn't even played the witcher games mm. so it's going back to that appealing to the mainstream and getting more people involved who wouldn't necessarily play the games watching video mm. game stuff so yeah, if they could do something like that with some of these games, it would be a big success. And I will be very happy, as I'm sure Mike will as well. <laughs> very, very. So we've each got three selections of video games that we think would make or should be turned into a TV series slash movie. And we'll sort of tell you what it is and explain a little bit about it and we may question each other about the choices so mike <laughs> do you want to <laughs> mike you reveal your first choice and we'll go from there okay um so my first choice um one that it, it, we've always been hearing something or it seems like the fans of this 
particular franchise, I've always wanted some some kind of movie or TV show based around this game. And but again, the company Disney, or should I say Lucas Films, they just keep not giving that to us. And of course, now you've heard Lucasfilm, you know exactly what I'm talking about, which is Star Wars, but more specifically, the Knights of the Old Republic. Like, that is... is it, I don't know why Disney have not jumped onto that, because it's literally one of a, it's one of the best Star Wars games of all time. The story is great, the characters are great, and it's set in a time period that has nothing to do with the Skywalkers. So, like, have you ever played the Knights of the Old Republic? I have, yes. I've played it a little bit, not very much. Yeah. I've played a few of the other Star Wars games, but, yeah. Uh, I, but, I know of the game. I know I've seen a lot of videos and other people playing it. Uh, but, for like, obviously, for those of you who do not know what the game is about, so um, it takes place, I think, about a thousand years or so before the events of the movies of, like, the original trilogy. Or should I say the prequels? No, the prequels. <laughs> yeah, before the events of the prequels. And um, you take control of a character who just kind of wakes up with amnesia. However, and you find that, you know, there's been a war that has happened within the galaxy, blah, blah, blah. There's been this villain who has, like, disappeared now. No one knows whether they're dead or alive. They've just disappeared, you know. And however, you know, you have the force. And you meet up with a couple of, you know, Jedi and a couple of other, like, heroes. And you are under hunt to try and basically find this villain's apprentice who has taken over and to stop them from achieving their goals. And obviously, I don't want to spoil it, but, you know, the story goes in a really, really interesting direction. And there's, like, a major reveal by the end of it. And it's like, oh, my God. And just something like that would be really interesting not just for Star Wars fans, but for a general audience, you know, because it's got everything. It's got lightsabers, it's got space battles, it's got the random rogue cowboy shooters in it. Like, there's so much that they could do with uh, Knights of the Old Republic series, and they can really build on, like, they can build a lot more on the Star Wars lore and mythology, you know, like, the way the same way the Mandalorian did, but I would say even more so than what the Mandalorian did. They can really build on it and show how the galaxy or the Star Wars galaxy was like during the, um, I think it was during the reign of the the Jedi, I believe, when this took place. But, so, um, but yeah, that would be my first pick. Nice. Yeah, that would be an interesting one. I would, as a Star Wars fan, generally, I would definitely watch it and give it a go. Sticking with the Disney theme there i'm going to choose my first one as kingdom hearts now this is one of my favorite series of games ever since the very first one came out on playstation one and it's a cross between disney and square enix who also uh, make the final fantasy games that's what they're most well known for amongst other things Mm. and i feel like it would have to be an animated tv series i think i can't see it it wouldn't work as a movie because there's just yeah. way too much stuff going on. As we were saying yeah, earlier, the storyline... You don't think it could work as a film? I think the storyline is way too complicated to explain in an hour and a half worth of movie. Okay. <laughs> I, I think if, if you were to drop some of the storyline or maybe simplify it, I think then, yeah, maybe. But 
the reason they had to make five or six side games out of the main storyline was to explain the storyline in the main game. See, I always feel, so, I always feel like because I played, I played the, the first one and the third one, and yeah, I felt like it was only complicated because they just wanted to make it complicated and not that <laughs> it needed to be. Because I was like, okay, what is this really about? These three or this kid who's you know his friends have disappeared and somehow their universe has blended with the Disney universe. Simple, and he just has to find his friends. I'm like, if that's basically the premise of it, and I feel that you could do that within a movie, like an hour, an hour and a half, two hour movie, and it would it would be great to to watch. Like, I would love to see a, a Kingdom Hearts film being done. Like, so I don't think it needs to be as complex as the games made it. Yeah, I, if if you simplified it, yeah, then I think you could quite easily put it into a Disney movie. Uh, but I don't know. I think it would be fun to see as a TV series a bit more. Although it's got the Disney characters like Mickey Mouse, Goofy, Donald Duck. Mm. I think if they made it a bit more serious with those characters, like the games are, I think you, it would appeal to a much bigger audience rather than just sort of little kids watching Disney cartoons. And I think mm. there's enough with the extra characters that are non-traditional Disney characters, like Sora, the main character. Mm. I think there's enough there that you would be able to appeal to adults and develop a storyline and have it ongoing throughout a te- multiple-episode TV series. This isn't my area of expertise. <laughs> I would like to see it in that medium. I think it would make a good movie-slash-TV show. In terms of translating it, whether mm. you simplify the storyline or not, that's that's not my expertise. I wouldn't know what the best option would be there, but I just think it would work well yeah, like, in that scenario. Yeah, I, I definitely you know like to do that as well. Like if you think along the lines of like Frozen, how mm. the princesses in Frozen have she has the ice magic, right? Again, yeah. not a massive Frozen expert, mm. but that's ice magic is one of the things involved in the Kingdom Hearts franchise. So mm. it's not it's not a completely new concept that. Disney characters have magical abilities like that, mm. where they can use it to freeze things, or in terms of Kingdom Hearts, there's fire, wind, mm. water as well. So I, just, I feel like the Disney writers already have experience along those lines. The Disney production team have experience to do that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, th- I think overall, I think it would work. Oh, no, I definitely agree as well. And again, the way, you know, Disney obviously did own Marvel and seeing that cinematic universe, I'm like, Hello, you've got a perfect opportunity as well to do the same with the Disney animated movies, having your own yes, cinematic. Exactly. Everyone yes. has already come up with theories as to how all these Disney Pixar movies are related. Yep. You know, so I'm like, just play on that and actually make your own cinematic universe. And it just happens that, you know, you just include Final Fantasy characters in it who have just found us themselves in this universe. And, exactly. You know, that's what happens in the game. Mm, you know, yeah. the, the part of the storyline is that the universe gets all muddled up, all these different worlds, and the Final Fantasy characters have found themselves in Disney, in other worlds where Disney characters are as well, because mm. it's all been mixed together. So, yeah, and, and the audience, know, why, why not do that in a movie scenario? Mm. And and even in the audience, which I feel would be it would be vast. You know, like you're reaching not just you know families with like the Disney aspect, you know, but then. You're also reaching, you know, the Final Fantasy fans as well, or like the, you know, that anime side of things or that style. And even with, again, even looking back to Disney as well, you know, some people like certain films, certain others don't, you know, but now you're seeing, you know, like now Frozen 
and you know seeing someone like Elsa and Rapunzel, you know, working together alongside Donald and Goofy and you know Mickey, and it's just it's ridiculous, but it would be so exactly it would be really really fun. So yeah, that's that's my first choice. I would love to see that. That's a good. That's a good one. My second choice, one that is completely left field from the old fun nature aspects, but I, but I think would make for an excellent series, would be Bioshock. Oh, nice. Preferably the first one, but I would like to see all three made as like a really long running series, like almost like, it, like as in, yeah, as a series. So you'd have the first game be made as like a eight to ten episode series and I would like to, and I felt like it would work as a, as a TV series rather than a movie due to its slow nature and I feel like they could really take the time with it the, if they made it they could really take time on the mystery because that's what the first one there's a lot of mystery to it a lot of you know suspense like building up that um the tension and I feel that would work great. I mean, I'm a horror fan and, you know, I like, I don't mind slow burners as long as there's a payoff at the end. Yeah, I agree. You know, with the first game, we know what that payoff is, which I think might probably be the problem with adapting something like the first game because those of us who have played the game know what the payoff is, you know, and so it would be, really really cool if because again rapture is such an interesting world that it would then be really good if they found an original story to tell within rapture that could still have that same level of impact especially in regards to the major twist if you know this new character could still be just as interesting that would be really cool if they could do that you know if not it would still be great seeing them adapting the first game as a series and then adapting the second game as another series. And then the third game would be like the one that they've kind of blended. Again, the third game, I would like to say almost like completely different in its style, that it could appear more lighthearted, if that makes sense. Yeah. But, you know, on the, on underneath the surface, you can tell that it's still got that dark theme behind it. And then, of course, there's also that big major twist in the end of the third game that connects both other games together. And, you know, that just kind of makes the whole franchise go full circle. And that would just be great to see, you know, and it would feel like you've got that payoff from the first game, you've got the payoff from the second game, and then now there's a huge payoff in the third game that also links the other two games as well. So... Bioshock, I would love to see that like being done as a as a series for like Netflix. Potentially, someone like Netflix could do a good job of something like that. Or yeah. HBO. I think if you've got HBO, you've got a much higher sort of. They have a not higher budget as such, but they have higher quality control. I feel. Yeah. On HBO yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think I think that's a really good choice. I would. I again, I would like to see that. I've only played the first game. Mm. But I feel like it, I want to play the other two. I've just never kind of got around to it. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be, it would be good to see. I mean, the other, the second game was also good. Like not as 
I didn't find the, the twist as great as the first game. So, but when I played the third, um, once I played the third one, again, I was like, okay, this is interesting. Like, you know, they, because it takes us in a different world, but they do make reference to Rapture. And I was like, oh, okay, so it seems like Rapture exists in this world as well. But at, this, at the back of my mind, I was like, hmm, okay, it's not as interesting as Rapture, but right. it's okay. And then it got towards the end, and then when we saw the, the major twist yeah. and how it links with Rapture and how the characters are related to the main protagonist within Rapture, I was like, oh, oh, okay, this has just, like, changed the perspective of this game completely. Like, I thought, like, I already, I thought I knew what I was getting into. And now this twist is just almost like revealed something completely new. So now when I then went back to the first game, knowing this major twist from the third game, I was like, ooh, okay, interesting, interesting. And, you know, I feel like that's the kind of impact a series like that would work, would work as well. So when you, you watch whether the first one or the second one again, knowing the big twist from the third one, you'd be like, huh, you would go into it with almost like a new mindset now. Right. You know, um, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. I, I like it when you're able to do that. <laughs> where, you, you know, where you watch like the third one, for example, it reveals a twist or reveals something. And then mm. when you go back and watch other bits or even the same one, you see things that you didn't see yeah. the first time round. You're like, oh, that's really clever. Mm. I didn't notice it, but now, yeah, I like it when things do that. Mm. It's good. Okay, my second choice is God of War. And I feel like this could be done either as sort of feature-length movies. You mm. could have a trilogy in the feature-length movies. Mm-hmm. Or you could have a TV series in the style of, like, Game of Thrones, kind of. Because there's a lot going on in the games, a lot in the storylines. Lots of potentially different things that could be... They're not explored as much in the games, but mm. in a TV show, you could explore different things going on mm. while other things are happening at the same time. I, I personally, I think I'd prefer to see it as a TV show in the style of Game of Thrones. So you're talking like an hour long episode or slightly longer where lots of different things are going on at, all at once. Even just in my head, I'm like, it would be great. So, you know, they could also use that as an opportunity to focus on some of the other characters, like the gods as well. Exactly. exactly. That's, that's where I was going with that. That's what I would want to see. You got that Game of Thrones style and you could have all the different aspects, all the different gods doing their different things, mm. you know within the world of God of War. Mm, and and again, if, you know, they even decide to focus on the gods and they show, and depending on how they portray them, you know, whether in an empathetic manner or whether, you know, as just evil beings, because I was like, I would like it obviously to be a bit more complex than that because again, Kratos, he killed certain gods that didn't necessarily deserve it. Yes. You know, as well as the gods that did. So again, that would also put the audience like, should we really like this guy? You know, like exactly. you know, what these gods did to him was wrong, but not all of them were part of it. You know, and exactly. going after those who had nothing to do with it. Like, so that would be interesting. That would be really interesting to see. Yeah. And I, again, coming back to um, things I like in TV shows, if things are unpredictable and you don't necessarily know 
that he's going to kill that god or mm. kill this god mm. because that god hasn't necessarily wronged him. Mm. It keeps that whole no one is safe kind of vibe that Game of mm. Thrones had as well. Yeah. You just weren't sure who was going to die and who wasn't. Yeah, and it, it keeps it unpredictable, which for me, that makes me want to come back and watch it because I want to know what's going to happen instead of being mm. able to predict it. <laughs> yeah, that would be really good. Actually, I really like that one. Game of Thrones style God of War series, yeah. Yeah, that's that's how I prefer it. Like I said, I think it, you could work it as like a trilogy movie as well, but I'd prefer it as a TV Yeah, I, I think it would work Game, better. Game of Thrones yeah. style. Yeah, it would work much better as a series to me. Yeah, like, and then obviously you've got you've got the Norse gods or the Greek gods, depending which part of the games you're following. But, mm. you know, you potentially could mix in both. Who knows? Who knows? But mm. it, yeah, I think that would be a good one for me. Yeah, no, definitely would. That's 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 a very good choice, actually. <laughs> I like that one. Thank you. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> well, like my third and final choice. Um, I mean, I've grown up with playing both these games, and you know, we've seen a, a, a resurgence in these games with with the current consoles, and I'm talking about Spyro or Crash Bandicoot. I would prefer to see this as movies. Okay. Originally, I was thinking, would I want this to be like Pokemon or Sonic, which kind of blends the real world with the animated world. So like having like Spyro, you know, coming from his world into ours, and now, you know, there's a dragon. Actually, yeah. You know what? That would work, actually. Yep. I like that. Now that you've said that out loud, I like that. That's good. I've been like a young... Like cast or like you know like a actually I would say more like a college student like a university student who ends up finding Spyro and you know he just got this dragon inside his backpack <laughs> <laughs> you know like this actual dragon and it would be the Spyro that can talk out and you know Spyro is trying to get back to his world and you know there's whoever the villain would be you know would also come into play and it would just be a really fun family film. You know, with very basically very similar to Sonic, yeah, but with Spyro or Crash Bandicoot. And if it's Crash Bandicoot, just have him un- un- unintentionally causing chaos all around by destroying <laughs> things when it spins around and he's just like destroying like the the work and like the desks and everything <laughs> because he's still thinking yeah. in his own world where he can just be spinning and thinking like he can collect like apples when he destroys boxes. But nothing comes out, and it's just like it would just be really fun that they can, you know, play on the the things that the game does and how it does it, and how those rules do not apply to the real world when these characters are not in the real world, and it would just be really funny to see. Yeah, I I like that idea. Yeah, a nice sort of family friendly, fun, like you said, in the style of Sonic. Mm. I would enjoy that. I like where you've gone with that one. <laughs> I haven't really got you. I was trying to think of a question to ask you. But I really <laughs> that's because all my choices are great. You, all my choices will work. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. They'll work. Because they, that was quite... It's a relatively simple idea that we mm. know worked with Sonic. Mm. Exactly, yeah. Work. Mm. Well, then, that leads, leads me into my final choice as well, mm-hmm. which I had a bit of trouble choosing. And since we've been recording i've actually thought of another one which i, might, oh, which I, just, I will mention but i'm gonna I'm stick with i'm gonna stick with the one i said before no, no, no. i'd like to hear the new one actually because... I, I will mention the new one okay. at the end because i haven't given it enough research or thought okay it's literally coming to my head while we recorded <laughs> so my third one that i've got is red dead redemption okay. now i would see this as kind of 
a modern day western obviously western because it's cowboys but like a modern day western movie if and it could be told in the style of either like Peaky Blinders or Westworld mm. but okay. as a movie I don't know if that would work so well but in my head I can see it is quite hard to explain in words mm. and I think it would be fun you could follow the stories of like after you could kind of merge the two games together of Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2 and follow the stories of both Arthur Morgan and John Marston, um, just about how they go through the world, how they cope with their lives. Because if you delve into it, they are actually baddies. They're not goodies. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> um, so, And I think it'd be quite interesting to see from that side of things, see it from the villain side, mm. but that you don't necessarily realise they're the villains straight away as such. You're mm. kind of following their path, um, doing what they do. And yeah, mm. that would... I would like to see that. Again, movies aren't my expertise, mm. so I can't go into how I much of how I think it would work. But yeah. in my head, that's what I would like to see. Well, for me, the way that could work, like, obviously playing the games and having, like, a really special connection with them, I'm like, so obviously I'm like, would this work as a movie as well if they did, like, follow that kind of narrative? But obviously when you were just saying about you know, that kind of perspective of, like, the villain. I'm like, okay, let's say, for me anyway, I feel like it would work or it would be really cool if, let's say, um, like, the characters that we're following, um, you know, they're doing all these things, you know, doing all this and that. However, by the end of the movie, we see how this is, like, the, I mean, like, a butterfly effect. Like, we're seeing the, the, the damage that they've actually left behind. Right. And how it's actually affected other people. So, like, basically I'm saying, like, it would, I would like to see almost like a drama. Yeah, okay. It, ultimately, that is what it is. You know, it is a drama with just, you know, moments where you're going around shooting or stealing or this. But ultimately, it is a drama about this these group of outlaws. That is what it is. Yeah, I think I personally think that's what it is ultimately about. And it would be one of those films that I think would want to get an Oscar nod or something. Yeah. You know, like that's the kind of film I, I think it would like to be. You know, they would try and get go for the Oscars or something. So making it, you know, drama with moments of action or intensity, but ultimately it's just a character piece about these group of outlaws. And yeah you know how they view the world or whatever it is so in my head the kind of not necessarily the storytelling side of it but the kind of style slash feel you get from the movie would be similar to uh the 2010 true grit film oh yeah yeah yes that kind of i'm not saying like the Mm. the storyline or how it's told but just the feeling you get the atmosphere around that how it's Mm. quite there is drama involved and it's quite hard hitting mm. in terms of what's happening. Yeah. You know, it's, that would yeah, work. Something along that kind of lines is where in my head, that's kind of what I would see. Okay. Now that could work. That would work actually. That's something like true grit. Yeah. But yeah, I think as a movie, I think it would, it would probably work much better as a movie. Yeah. That's, that's what I thought as well. I would think as a movie that would work. Well, what was your other choice? My other choice, which it pops into my head while we're doing this. And there have been rumors it was going to get turned into a tv show slash movie but there's never been any confirmation of it Mm. and that is the legend of zelda oh okay (laughs) now for me legend of zelda ocarina of time on the n64 was like my first real rpg action adventure you know a kind of open world style game Mm. um and it's there was so much 
like storytelling to do because you go from town to town different meet different characters mm. and stuff and i think if you you would have to have almost a standalone movie if you were to base it around the whole legend of zelda because yeah. every single game is very different yeah although it's yeah. the same characters set in the same world mm. the worlds are very different each time you play a game mm. so it'd have to Although it would be based on the games, it would have to be its own storyline, I feel. Mm. But I feel like that, again, that is something that could work. Okay. And I think I think you could have it as live action or CGI animation as well. I think you could do it either way. Live action would, would, would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see live action because I sort of like to see the adaptation of how they do certain things. Mm. And I don't think Legend of Zelda wouldn't need that much CGI, really compared to some other things you would see. There's, oh, no, you know, there's a little bit of magic and things like that. Yeah, but not, have... you know, the main character uses a bow and arrow. Yeah. Like, you don't need spells and things like that. Just or... have Dwayne Johnson as the villain. and <laughs> That's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just... <laughs> That's it. But yeah, so uh, that was the other choice that kind of popped in. So yeah. I think, I mean, I mean... I had, again, I haven't thought about it enough yet. But it was just one that popped into my head while we were recording. That. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll mention it. I'll mention it. Yeah, no, that's an interesting one. I think, I think potential, there's potential as a movie if, you know, the, the casting is done well, the writers and directors are, 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 are good or they're the right kind for that, for something like Zelda, then I think it could be an interesting um, potential movie or even potential franchise even. Because if it does well... You know they can build on from that, you know, and have Zelda. So I would like to see them start from Zelda as a teenager, and then maybe show flashbacks to his younger days as a kid. You know, yeah. But well, that's and that's the thing. So, like in Ocarina of Time, you have the Time Temple where young Zelda, young Link, mm. can go into the temple and acts. He like plays a bit of music or whatever, and then he gets like transported to his future self. Yeah, and the future world of what's happened and then his future self can go back and transport back to like at him as a kid yeah, so yeah. they've already kind of done that thing in the game i'm not saying they would have to do exactly like that mm. in the tv series but you know they could have the flashback thing as you're saying but they have covered that in the games as well so that wouldn't be a new thing to the franchise i mean i would definitely like to see them like kind of make it also quite as complex as they possibly could in terms of like time travel and stuff whereas yeah, I would like to see it almost like in a way where once you've watched, like, let's say if they release a trilogy or something, you've watched all, you know, people can be trying to piece together certain, like, timeline aspects, you know, like now if you're watching it, you're like, oh, did this happen before this particular moment or was this version of Link the one that I thought exactly. other version in that movie? Because, you know, we're like saying, you know, the overall, like, narrative of the trilogy could involve around the Ocarina of Time. Again, so if they do like an original story regarding that, but taking inspiration from the games, then they can do some kind of original story around like time and time travel and all of that, and just do like a really interesting. Again, I, I think I just like that word character like driven yes. story. So that way we feel emotionally connected to Link, you know, because you know, seeing aspects of his life or his adventures etc and this all time travel thing is kind of playing a major role in the narrative of the trilogy and it would ooh, i think there's potential actually there's potential there yeah yeah i agree and let's face it who doesn't want to see in movie 
quality uh, link attacking a chicken and get attacked because <laughs> <laughs> that is something everyone who's ever played the games has done. You've walked up to a chicken, you've hit it with a sword, and then all the other chickens have come to attack you. Everyone has done that. I, I would like to actually see them kind of play a joke on that. Like, yeah, exactly. I, I, I wish they had the guts to do it to actually get him to like kick a chicken, <laughs> but to like play a joke on it as well, like in some capacity. Or maybe like there could be an element where like there could be some little villain henchmen that are chicken, like robot chickens, and then <laughs> kicks one of them. So that could then plan a plan that joke of he's kicking yeah. chicken, but it's not actually a real chicken. A real chicken. <laughs> But yeah, they would they would have to put that in there somewhere. It just wouldn't be the same without it. That'd be good. Yeah, so these are like some pretty interesting choices that we've chosen. Though, which I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if within the next few years we start hearing one of these being made into a show or a film. You watch one of these, yeah. Made. So. Yeah, I'd be surprised if at least one isn't. To be mm. honest, because they're all they're all high highly popular video games, mm. and that's that's the basis of what shall we turn into another medium? We've already got an audience to appeal to. Let's try and make it appeal to other audiences. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that is our, our our three or six choices there. You know, let us know what, what, which video game franchise or which video game you would like to see turn into a movie or TV series, you know, and you know, are you also excited to see any of the ones that are currently being turned into a, a TV show at the moment? You know, and if you are, which ones are you excited about? Yeah, there's there's a lot, isn't there? I was just look, I've got a list in front of me of the games, some of the games mm. that are being adapted, and I was just looking at them. There's a lot there. Yeah. I mean, for me, I've the Division uh, Final Fantasy live action TV series. Oh, and I think we we mentioned Resident Evil earlier as well. Yeah, so I'm excited like, for that mainly because I'm a I'm a Resident Evil fan. I'm thinking, okay, yeah, I'm Netflix, a big Resident Evil. Uh, can they actually gonna do it right? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I think the fact they've got an animated series and a live action series, like one of those surely has to do I think the animated would be good. The Resident Evil animated movies have been pretty good. Like the ones that I've yeah. seen have been pretty solid. So I, I think this, this one would be really good as well. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to, to our podcast today. And, you know, and don't forget to, to like our Facebook page um, at Chronicles of Geek podcast um and also you know follow us on what is it spotify itunes <laughs> yeah we're on we're on spotify i think we're on itunes or apple mm-hmm. uh, podcast whatever it is that apple used to put the podcast on the- we're on we're on various different <laughs> whatever podcasts. you use whatever you use you know yeah, if we're on if you're listening to us on there follow us mm-hmm. um but yeah we're definitely on spotify we're definitely on the apple one we're on a few others as well thank you so yes we shall see you guys again next time and you know hope you're keeping safe and enjoy the rest of your week have a good one (laughs) bye